Michael Dupree Variety Hour. <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressive. <laughs> On every podcast provider in the world. Uh, and it's also the only mandatory podcast in the world. Uh, so welcome back, everybody <laughs> in the world. Uh, and if you're not listening to this right now, the police, uh, the world police are coming for you. Um, so good luck. Uh, it is November 11th. Uh, at the time of the release of this episode, um, it's a bit in the future, so it's one. It's interesting. I wonder if I'm gonna still just be able to wear this sweater at the time. Hmm. <laughs> and it is, guys. It is the year. It is the month of the best holiday, objectively, Thanksgiving, baby. Because uh, you don't gotta buy anyone anything. You don't gotta have little children walk up to your door and tell you we don't got candy. You just eat, and that's. That's all I care about. It's uh, that's my number one hobby, and it's a, and I get to celebrate <laughs> with my number one hobby. I get to celebrate food, and it's good food uh, at the at the at most, especially when I'm at my mom's house. You guys like Thanksgiving? Mom's food is always good, you know. What's Can't go around mom's food? My mom's lasagna is the bomb. Does she make that at Thanksgiving? She makes it like all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, you can't get sick of it though. Yeah, my mom makes. My mom makes this, uh, not at Thanksgiving, but you guys like stuffed cabbage? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. So typically stuffed cabbage, gawumki, uh, if you will, has like the tomato sauce stuff right. on top of it. My mom doesn't do that, though. She makes it, she bakes it or like cooks it with salt pork on top of it. Uh, and so it's basically just like bacon <laughs> and and then you eat it. And there's, so there's not really any sauce on it. It's just like the the whatever came off the salt pork and it is so good <laughs> it's the best thing ever it's like my favorite Sounds food interesting yeah i've never had any i oh and that was like the first time i had stuffed cabbage so every time i get it i'm like oh it's good but it's no salt pork stuffed cabbage <laughs> yeah it kind of ruins the experience yeah. for every other cabbage after that i mean it's still really good i yeah. wouldn't say ruined but <laughs> So today we have a wonderful show for you guys today. Uh, later on, we'll be joined by uh, Surfer Bro, uh, Brody Mackerel, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, surfing is always something that like I don't understand. It's uh, I don't understand the physics of it. How it seems like uh, witchcraft. Uh, so I'm very interested to see, figure out how somebody who's a professional at it, or at least very good at it. Uh, you know, talks about it, and he also has some news that he wants to share anyway. Uh, to come on, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, but right now we are joined by enigmatic, I like that word. I don't know what it means, but it, it <laughs> seems it's a good way to describe artists. Uh, they are funk, yeah. soul, pop, the funk soul brother. <laughs> Check it out now. Uh, they are a p- funk soul pop rock duo, Leona and Brian. Mayor Leon. Yes. Welcome. Thank you for having us. So let's go Love around the table. Say, or not around the table, just on that side of the table. We're, by the way, I forgot to mention we're still we're at the Ant Hall again, uh, even though it's been a week in between the last time we were there. But that's just how this recording <laughs> schedule worked out, guys. 
Uh, so in case you're wondering why it sounds a little different, a little better, strangely enough, than it normally <laughs> does, it's because we're using a better mixer, uh, the the ant hall mixer. You get uh, the upgraded experience today, yeah. folks. I want all of my podcasts to sound because it's very. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming it sounds as good as it normally does here. Uh, I guess we'll find out later, <laughs> but uh, it it's a very crisp sound, much better than my podcast normally sounds, which normally sounds like it's just being recorded <laughs> like a Zoom recorder in the middle of a table. I gotta mute my computer. <laughs> uh, so why don't we go? Uh, you guys go. Uh, whoever is uh, the best at uh, singing, in your opinion, uh, <laughs> say who you are, <laughs> what you do in the band, uh, and we if you had to eliminate any item from Thanksgiving dinner, uh, what would it be, and how would you kill it? <laughs> oh wow! We both think each other is the best singer. That's why this band no, works, I think. Because I love her voice, she loves mine, and we both like... Hate your own no, voice? No, you're the... I don't, I, she might. I don't hate it. I just think I don't you're hate my voice. very seasoned Oh, singer. I'm seasoned. That's a fun way of saying old. <laughs> but, uh, I'm an amateur. <laughs> All right, no, we'll, go, we'll go with seasoned first. Yeah, seasoned, <laughs> seasoned works. I'm going to go backwards on the question. I'm going to say that uh, the item they should eliminate. Let me think here. Um... Man, I think we should eliminate going to restaurants on Thanksgiving. We oh. did that once as a family to like save everybody what the cooking. Did it have to be a Chinese restaurant? No, it wasn't. Really? It was like they had a special. Di- I can't even remember. This is probably like five. It's like one of those family ago. restaurants that does like yeah, and mostly for like senior citizens. That Thirty bucks kids. a plate or something, and you didn't have to do anything, and you got your own room. And the wait staff probably hated their life, and mm-hmm. it just you could tell the whole vibe was bad. So I'd eliminate every piece yeah. of food that we had that night because <laughs> we couldn't even talk to our cousins or our friends or you know anything it just was like it's better when it's at the the yeah. house i've, I've done friends giving and stuff too we're just hanging out with friends and having a fun time and that's always it's great. just always better at an apartment or somebody's house or yeah. something like that even if you're just eating you know ramen huh. but uh see i'd prefer going to a restaurant which, really yeah new york but you did well yeah. you guys in michigan have like a million family members oh yeah <laughs> yeah she I only have my mom and my brother, so right. going to a restaurant's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you celebrate with? like Thanksgiving normally, or is it because of him? Now that oh, I've okay. been in Michigan, <laughs> there's always like 20 people and kids running around. It's fun. It's just very overwhelming. Yeah, it can yeah. be overwhelming. My brother and sister. Both I always like going to my Thanksgiving at well, the, all the Thanksgivings I tend to go to because I I pretty much have to go to three. Usually, like, and they rotate oh. throughout the years because I go to mine and my <laughs> wife's uh, parents are are divorced, so you know. You get, yeah. But my my family's Thanksgiving is literally just like my immediate family, like my mom, dad, and uh, like brother and sister oh, and their significant chill. others. So yeah, <laughs> it's very chill. Uh, and even when we go to like her dad's, it's just like a couple people, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's not it's not a whole thing. So that's uh, back in the day though, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, it's like too much. It's all about handle. I'm trying um, to get her to try some pecan pie, though. Ugh, Never had. No, I like no. it. You just don't but like the I idea. Had it in a while. I don't like the idea. And I think it's going to be too man. too what? sweet for her, probably. Oh, you I don't know. know what the filling is. It's some kind of thick, sugary molasses. It's delicious. Stuff, oh. But I like it. Do you, you like know, sweet potato slice. pie? I like pumpkin pie. Okay, so yes, yeah. <laughs> they're basically the same thing. Yeah. She, does. she grew up eating a lot of Japanese treats, though, like. Uh, Pickled plums and like green tea Kit Kats, red bean rolls and different That's a things. New that, that, thing. A lot is less it? sugar <laughs> in I, Japanese. Treats. I'd like it. I, I like the the uh, what's that? It's mochi. What is the green tea flavor called? 
Mocha. Matcha. Or, oh, matcha. Matcha, Ma- yeah, matcha yeah. yeah. It's good. And <laughs> no one else I know likes it. It's <laughs> so really good for you. I get and to, it is delicious. Is it really good for you? Yeah. Oh. Lots of antioxidants. Interesting. That's good to know. <laughs> I had the matcha mochi. Is that what, how you say it? Mochi. Oh, mochi. Oh, the ice cream. Mochi. Yeah, yeah. Mochi. Yeah, that stuff is yeah, so good. She'll tell you all the good. pronunciations. That stuff is so good. Uh, anyway, so I, we didn't, I didn't introduce you, say who you are. And what yeah, you're I'm name. Brian. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, he talks a lot. <laughs> go by a couple different last names. My name's Reborn, but uh, I do RGB with this because she, she does uh, CW. That's what mm. she's gone by for a while. She'll introduce her own name, but now you have her last name. Um, yeah, and I'm the better singer, obviously, because she put me <laughs> first, and she started to sing with me. <laughs> no, I think she is like when we met. That yeah, I just I loved her voice, and it's developed a ton over. I think mine has too, hopefully. But um, you know, I think I'll quit playing music when it stops being a challenge or stops uh, growing and and changing and and. Uh, what else was I supposed to say besides <laughs> that? You got it. You got okay, it all. Good, you good. hit all the. You hit all the. Because I got marks. so into the food that yeah. I totally forgot Who'd, that yeah, part. Yeah, now I'm hungry. Okay, uh, <laughs> your I haven't turn. Eaten yet today. You guys are both incredible singers. I'll just say that. It, it, it's amazing how like you guys have such distinct voices, but they work. They shouldn't work well together. Right. I feel like, but they really do, because uh, they're both they're like different styles almost. Yes. But it, together, it's it's such a great Her styles influenced mine. Mine has influenced hers. Yeah, and, and I imagine more over the years, it's gotten even, right. like, oh, yeah. more meshed. Definitely. Uh, and so n- last and probably not least, we have. <laughs> My name is Leona. I'm the okay singer in the group. Mm-mm. And I would eliminate spaghetti squash. I think spaghetti? that shit is horrible. You don't like spaghetti squash? Horrible. You cover it in butter and it's just Yeah, like it's covered in butter and brown sugar and cinnamon. Oh, you could do that too. No, I don't like it. That's that's a no oh. for me. I go my so grandpa's way butter Do you, do you not like any root vegetables or... No, I love vegetables. Just like, do you? I like was presented spaghetti squash in Michigan. But do you like sweet potatoes? They're okay. Like, I don't, I don't really go for like sweet potato fries and stuff like that or anything. Oh man, yeah. I love sweet potatoes, <laughs> and I also love spaghetti squash. <laughs> Any squash, really? Yeah, squash. Is Acorn good. squash. <coughs> the Wait, big, am I the big fan <laughs> favorite at my I mean, my mom's is uh, her rolls. They're just simple. There's nothing to them. They're just Pieces of dough with Covered ton of butter on butter. them. Oh, I love that. And marinated like, in butter. They're gone in like three <laughs> just seconds. Just keep them in the fridge. Yeah, carb loading. And butter. Just carb loading. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, so, and uh, oh, you did uh, what? So you sing also in in barely own, uh, but uh, how would you eliminate? It? I wouldn't get that. How would you eliminate it? How would I eliminate <laughs> it? Would you use a gun? Would you? <laughs> Would oh, you yeah. send I it into the space? space? I always want to pull an office Ooh, space on anything I hate. So you yes. just gather all Get the world's the spaghetti ground. squash. <laughs> die, mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Unleash your inner Sam Jackson. Uh, yeah. One day I'm going to pull an office space on something. We're yeah. going to get this motherfucking squash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone yeah. deserves to yeah. do it once in their life. <laughs> I just hope it's not a person. Mm, well... <laughs> If, if they deserve it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that would be, you know, <laughs> I was gonna never mind. I was gonna make a dumb joke. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Uh, so, uh, when did you guys start individually like making music? Uh, like, what made you first pick up the guitar? First start singing? What got you interested in that? Um, I played trumpet a teeny little bit in uh, elementary <laughs> school, grade school. Like part of the band? Yeah, I was like. I don't know, it was a class, you know, I can't even hardly remember it, but I remember playing and I remember 
I grew up in and around Detroit, and and uh, I played the Michigan fight song and things like that, you know, and uh, learned a few other things and. I had no clue that like Louis Armstrong existed or any any great horn players wow. or anything like that. I didn't grow up listening to jazz or much of any of that. But uh and then one day I found uh, a guitar under my parents' bed. Um and I had no clue why it was there and I asked him what what is this? And my dad said I bought it when I was in high school. It's just been sitting there forever. Wow. <laughs> so I said, "Can I have it cuz I want to start a band and I can't do that with a trumpet." Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. could've. <laughs> I could have. I didn't know I could have. I had a laugh. You didn't of know that trumpet's actually one of the coolest the instruments in the world. Yes. I, oh man. Oh man. But uh, yeah, no I, shoes I just are lacked. You know, what's that? I'm on your cord. Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, so I got it, and then he kind of went here. I'm going to show you Stairway to Heaven. I mean, no joke. It was just. It sounds like a, a joke, but and he showed it to me, and I thought it was the right way. Years later, I found out he. Totally didn't know how to play it. <laughs> like it sounded okay to me, and then yeah. So I started tuning, and I was breaking strings because I had no clue what to do, and uh, and then I just started. Uh, believe it or not, I started a metal band with an acoustic guitar that wasn't <laughs> even acoustic electric. I couldn't even plug it into an amp. What? <laughs> and my drummer. So you'd have to like played a box it up of Legos, <laughs> like with like an actual. He had a stick mic? and a box of Legos because he couldn't afford a drum kit yet, and we wrote metal songs. Was it Dave? No, oh. his name was Jason. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually we got enough money for amps from our summer jobs and stuff, and somehow I eventually ended up being a singer-songwriter that did, you know, AAA Americana kind of stuff, and that's how I ended up in L.A. and then New York and then met her because um, I was doing that full-time. But, uh, yeah, it all started from a metal band. I can't even sing like that or play like that anymore. I don't really? have the speed or the grunginess yeah. in my voice i feel like you, ca- you kind of like you, you either keep doing that and d- yeah. totally screw your voice or but i've just always loved music you know and yeah. that was the first exposure i had to it and i was kind of angry at the time so it made sense to you are release that angst <laughs> that way and then i just grew and the styles have changed over the years yeah. and yeah and uh what about you leona how did what what kind of uh got you s- interested in making music at first um I don't think I was ever interested in making music. Really? No. But when I was younger, like most Asian children, their parents forced them to play an instrument. So I played piano for a while, like in an orchestra. I quit when I was 14, and then I didn't do anything but get free drinks underage at karaoke bars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Could you sing for us? Yeah, I was like 17 at these karaoke bars. It's like, we need to get this going, get this going. So they'd let me sing and get get the party started, and I get free drinks out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, so did you uh, when you first actually started making music? Was that when when you and Brian met, or were you when I met him? Yeah, wow. I never wrote a song or anything until I met him, and yeah. then we. He was just like, just write, just scribble stuff down, and we'll work on it. And our process started and still is just him goofing around on the guitar and i pinpoint something i like on it and then he just goes off on it and then we then he starts like what's that that term you use like in church 
when someone goes crazy and like starts blurting out weird words. Oh, it's talking, speaking in tongues. Speaking like he starts speaking yeah. in tongues like weird like. Oh. Yeah, just <laughs> to get the sound. Yeah. Nobody's Random ever described it that way. She's never even said that. Out of his mouth. We've done interviews before too. That's cool. I or, like that. That's kind of what I do. I guess. I just mumble like melodies and stuff that I like. Yeah, he just starts mumbling. We do write lyric first sometimes, but usually it's always a groove and a melody. I don't think we've ever written down. Yeah, we did for that song. We did for that movie. Well, that was for yeah. We specifically wrote the lyric. That we had a deadline. Like you had like yeah. a prompt with that Yeah, one. it was like, <laughs> it was work. Yeah. You know? Which that song is great, and by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. And uh, so, yeah. But yeah, that's basically yeah, that's basically what happens. Uh, I, I saw her singing jazz with this Japanese band in this bar. Oh. And <laughs> just it like blew my mind. I was how like, did you fall into that? <laughs> so I was like, we got to sing together. And we I thought she'd say no. Pete staff members like we should like shake it up a bit. Wow! A bunch of them played instruments, and I was like, I can kind of sing. Was that the same karaoke bar? No, it was at a restaurant I was working at at the oh. time where we actually met. Yeah. Oh, and they were like, let's just do a jazz night, and wow. I was like, oh, I still need a bartend, so I'll be bartending, and then they do like instrumental, and then be like, get up on the mic, and then I go got back people to at the bar like, all right, anyone <laughs> Jack and Coke? Yeah. <laughs> It was more fancy than that. That is the most foul combination. <laughs> my Jack and Coke. I d- hate Jack Daniels. That's uh, that's some college shit, right? Yeah, there. it really is. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I don't drink it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a very big bourbon fan. So um, are we. Yeah, I can't, whiskey and bourbon. I can't do. I've cut back Jack recently, Daniels. but because uh, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so getting heartburn from the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, Leona, you're from New York, and Brian, you're from Detroit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, how do you guys feel like? And you guys, like I mentioned, like you have very, you, for all intents and purposes, you should have different styles, but it works so well. So, how do you do? You feel like um, your your styles are indicative of where you where you've come from, and uh, wh- when you guys came together, how did you kind of start to mesh that together? Hmm, whiskey. that's not really a joke um and i mean i can't answer no to that of course it comes from where i come like i don't hear my accent but when i talk to people from other parts of the country they say oh you got a midwestern or detroit accent or whatever and i i've never heard it once in my life it's how you say pizza Um, yeah i guess (laughs) i I know for sure it's how you say party store because when i told told her there was a party store she thought we were getting balloons one day (laughs) i was like no you gotta go to the bodega for that and get a hero bodega we're like we're gonna get a submarine at the party store (laughs) and get some liquor we gotta use that public transportation yes (laughs) what is that yes (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, totally. You know the the styles I grew up in and around, and and playing um, around the Detroit area. I did a little Ann Arbor and stuff, but I mostly stayed. Before they put in all the casinos and stuff, I used to play down in the Rivertown. There's Rivertown Saloon and uh, a bunch of other places too. Uh, but uh, you know, and that just being a part of that scene and collaborate with different people influenced all that. And I've always been more such a sh- great Americana scene. Oh yeah. Over here. Yeah. It wasn't when I was younger, but, um, but it was always still really a great music scene. Um, and now that stuff's coming out and there's bands all the time. I hear, I host two open mics and then I come to this one mm-hmm. at uh ghost light almost every Tuesday. And there's just always so much talent coming through. And, yeah. um, yeah. And then when we got together, We'd get a bottle of whatever, probably scotch, actually. Macallan. Did we get Macallan? Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd drink that and write a bunch of songs and hit record and and then listen back to it. 
Like, oh, that sounded like, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember how to play. <laughs> and go, these ones are good. Let's write lyrics to these and stuff. And and I had a few songs like I was stuck on, like that I wrote years before. And that happens to me a lot where I'll write a song and I really like it, but then I don't love it. So I don't mm-hmm. finish it. And I showed some of those to her and she immediately had a melody I would have never thought of. Wow. And then that became one of our songs. I was like, that makes sense why I shelved it so long. I can't be the one who sings this. You have to. <laughs> and yeah, what about for you? I don't, I have no idea what I was influenced by because I've never been like a fangirl of any artist. Really? So like if, I, like, I can say I, I like the Beatles, but then someone would be like, wow. what's your favorite album? <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't know. I just like their songs. Yeah, yeah. You know? I for like ten years I blocked myself off from most radio stations and stuff and just listened to Frank Sinatra. When I was younger, I listened to Eminem. Um, Who's the modern day Frank Sinatra? Yeah, okay, yeah <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've what about no, Buble, I, man. Just everything. Yeah. Was, man. Nope, Eminem. <laughs> oh, Buble, yes. Okay, I, I was a fangirl of Michael Buble. He's pretty great. He's yeah, handsome, fellow velvety too. voice. I love it. <laughs> um, so, what do you think? Do you like New York or Michigan more? <clears throat> Michigan, yeah. Sorry, New York. <laughs> what 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 is it about Michigan that that uh? That it's you how long have you been here now? Like about five years. Wow, right? Yeah. Almost six years. Wow. Yeah. Um, we so did a few tours back there, but we've been. Did you here for did a you have did you live there first or did you? Yeah, when I met her, I was living there for almost two years. Oh, okay. In Brooklyn. Um. So, so what is it about Michigan that that you like more? It's a bit more slow paced. You can breathe more. <laughs> and you can breathe. Yeah, you can breathe. I don't know if it has to do with the people or the air or what. But I think, yeah. That's I've definitely become a nicer person since really? coming to Michigan. I used to be a fucking hardcore bitch. Wow. <laughs> yeah. just, it, it just seemed, I've never been to New York City. I've been upstate New York. Uh, it just seemed, but every, everything I've heard, it just seems like. It's a mouse. You can't even man. like blink. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, goes so I always wanted to go there. I'm the opposite. I mean, I. I I do love Detroit and I love Michigan as a whole. And whether it's because I was born here or whatever, I think it's the best state in the union. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just, there's, we got everything, you know? Yep. But uh, <coughs> that said, I always wanted to go to and live in New York and I loved being there and I loved the craziness of it all. The part I didn't like is, as far as my career and our career goes, you could end up making the same amount of money there doing the same kind of work we do. And you need to have like three other jobs just to have like a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. You know, the, the rent is so high and she had like six roommates and I was bouncing around. And so there's also a much higher volume of artists over there. Yeah. Too. And it's I like didn't find a lot of people that want to collaborate. Unfortunately, I can't say that about everybody. But I think that is in Michigan. Just I go to an open mic and there's a guy who became a good friend of ours named Bill Sadley. We met him at an open mic, said, hey, want to get up here and jam with us? And now we jam together a couple times a month at gigs and stuff. In wow. New York, I would actively go to people and say, hey, want to collaborate? And everybody was just focused on their career. And like, I got this vision and no, you're not included. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not trying to take anything over. I'm just trying to make some cool stuff. Enrich man. both of our experiences. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can do our own thing yeah. still. But yeah, Michigan. Like, everyone, I couldn't find I, the that The Detroit there. music scene, I feel like half the people I've been on this show the show know everyone else <laughs> like they yeah they're in totally different like right. walks of life it's styles a great community yeah, yeah it's such a community feeling here uh if you know like half the people and the they'll like <coughs> they'll have their own music but then they'll also like in mix an engineer for everyone else right you now like yeah. it's really cool uh to see how, how this community has kind of grown just in the 
couple years I've been doing this, um, you know, and obviously well before, um, before I was doing anything. Um, but I want to hear some music from you guys. Uh, so what is this first song that you guys will be showing us called? I think it's Veins, isn't it? Veins, yeah. I feel like I'm actually on a, like, Letterman or something. I am Letterman. (laughs) It's like, what what, what was, what was, what'd you guys queue up? I'm not sure. We just flew in from Vegas. I don't know which part of this, I'm tired, I don't know. The movie this is. I think it's Veins, right? Yes, Veins. That was our summer jam about a year ago. Um, We're going to be releasing a couple other ones uh, pretty soon, but we didn't have them in time for this. But yeah, we love the song and we have fun with the song and hopefully you do too. Heck yeah. Uh, so here is Barely Owned with Veins. Oh, I feel it in my veins when you call my name. Yes, I feel it in my bones when you need me home. Feel it in the air whenever I'm not there. Oh, I feel it in my veins when you call on my name. Smoking on the rooftop, drinking at the bus stop, staring at this damn clock, thinking about those sunny days. My hands are frozen because they're empty. And ain't nobody in this town seemed to get me I turned the corner, swore I saw your face I wasn't quite the same Yeah, oh, I feel it in my veins When you call my name Yes, I feel it in my bones When you need me home Oh, you feel it in the air Whenever I'm not there in my face when you call my name Waiting on a red light Thinking about the last time When everything felt so right Life was like a harmony Oh, I know you can feel me Oh, I feel it in my face when you call my name Yes, I feel it in my I'm not there. Oh, I feel it in my face when you call on my name. Oh, I feel it in my face when you call my name. Yes, 
Absolutely. That's such a fun song. It's like I, I like I constantly like ever since I like was first like listening to it, like uh, you know, first asking you guys to come on and listening to it. Um just like such a bop, it gets stuck in your head. So it's like I think it's gotten better. Since we've been doing it live too. Oh really? yeah, when we I'm almost like, let's just like take this down, re-record, re-record it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably will. We've got like three versions of most of our songs. Yeah, and they're keep iterating on it. D- yeah, different kinds of styles, and then we decide which one do we like this week. What do we want to play it like? So, so how does the songwriting process? So you you, you uh, write. Uh, you, you said you usually go with the melody and the and the guitar first, and yeah, the, and then yeah. the lyrics come next. Um, do you find that once you have the guitar part and the melody and stuff like that, and you kind of ha- starting to have like the, the way the sa- it's gonna sound with the the tongue speaking in tongue? <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you kind of find a meaningful lyrics to 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 pair with that? You know, um, you know, it's not just kind of be like, oh, this sounds good, rhyming dog with hog. You know, <laughs> like right. How do how do you find that balance? The like, random words kind of bring out a theme i mm-hmm. think sometimes yeah I, that's usually what happens I feel like, like with veins did we do the chorus first we had a chorus first yeah and then like we couldn't the think of we any verses had a different for verse, it totally different chord structure and yeah. stuff really and it was like i think you know so you got that whole part and then it used to go like yeah. <laughs> and I sang something over that and we never liked it. So I went, how about we just like cut it down to the chorus chords, add a few little like passing notes here and there to make it a little more interesting and then just go wow. with that. And then I feel like I feel like you wrote the chorus, right? I don't For some know. reason you were singing about veins and then that just m- made the verse come from me and then we both tweaked both. Maybe. I think so. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. This, but lyrics come from you know everywhere, like uh, things we've seen or experienced, movies we we saw. We got we've got this one lyric in uh, what song is that? Uh, Dig down deep, the first song she ever wrote. Um, and it's Such got this lyric that says "Into the Further." Oh yeah, that's from and we love that lyric, <laughs> and it came from like The Conjuring or something, because uh, this yeah. guy would sit in a chair and he'd go into the further, and we're like, that's a cool term, so yeah. we wrote it down. <laughs> I don't know what it means really, but <laughs> it's, it works, and it works in the song, and then yeah. people are like, "Ooh, you come up with that?" No, but uh, I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we came up with the idea to use it in the song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like we mentioned before, there's such a great Americana scene in here, and you guys uh, in 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 Detroit and the Detroit area. Uh, and you guys have worked with, like, collaborated with and done shows with, like, tons of artists like mm-hmm. like Audrey Kubat and Mike mm-hmm. Galbraith. Um, Mike Galbraith! I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. His music is just amazing. He's great. That. We cover Time to Split all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We do our own little version of Oh, I'd of love it. to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about it. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that song. Uh, so, uh, how do you, so you guys, since you both have lived in, uh, New York, and I'm sure there's folk and Americana music there too. How do you feel that the um, music, that like folk music, like working man music, um, differentiates between the Motor City and like the Big Apple? Hmm. If at all, I have no idea. I've I never can't saw live music. Really? <laughs> Speak to New York, New York, 
working man music because if I did see it, it was probably at an open mic. Yeah. And it was probably still being polished and stuff. So, because mm-hmm. most of the gigs I ended up seeing and being a part of were full on produced when I was there, or I was working and gigging myself. Um, and then there were bands coming in from out of <coughs> state and stuff. So I can't really say that's New York. Yeah. Um, but the people I've uh, been around and met in in the Detroit, like Galbraith, like you said, there's a, there's a lot of others that are like him, but they're just. Uh, they're either really good bullshitters or completely real. And yeah. I think they're completely real. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I just, like, believe the vibe and the lyrics and stuff. I joke with Mike they all, all the time. They all live in River he, Rouge. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of, too. <laughs> they kind of have to. Yeah. That's where Ryan Dillahay came from, I think. Yep, somewhere Ryan around Dillahay, there. Don Dupe. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dupe. Yep. Uh, Allison Lewis. They're yeah. all down there. Right. Oh, yeah. Darren. Yeah. Darren Shelton. <laughs> yeah. And it's Come just, on. like, a How real, can I forget Darren? Like. I sense the passion in it and stuff, and I like it. And, uh, you know, Galbraith, I don't know why we're sitting here promoting him the whole time. I, because he's a good guy. He's I great. love him. <laughs> but, you know, his voice even. You know, it's it's his voice. You know, yeah. you can oh, tell. Yeah. And it's one of those voices that you could have fun with, uh, you know, doing a parody of or something even, because it's such a unique voice. But if he didn't sing the way he sang, if he didn't do what he did, it would be so then... Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wouldn't be real. And I love. I did his not tone, understand his I voice when his... I first heard it. Yeah, it's I was so like, like, what? Hey, I'm is, like Galbraith. Am I yeah. supposed to like this? I love. It's this. very much an extension of how he even talks. <laughs> yeah. Though. Oh yeah. He's yeah. hey, I'm like, uh, you know, I can't so do chill. impersonations. Okay, let's stop talking did, about Mike Galbraith. We Mike. all have man crushes. On <laughs> <him>. <laughs> we all do. I think. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> we went to Valentine's one time. It was me, Mike, and Leona. I was the luckiest girl. We were all just. We got nothing to do. Let's. Yeah. So, um, what are some uh, albums that you guys see as masterpieces, both like uh, locally and uh, just kind of broadly throughout music? Ooh, you go. I know that you're not you don't fangirl on albums, so but if you ha- if you're like I gotta listen to, you can only bring one album with you to a desert island. Big like a big uh, artist wise, probably just because I listened to it all the time when I was younger. Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but locally, this is my way, dude. Remnos. Yes, oh. yes, yes. I They're, love uh, which, their albums. Uh, which so album? Much. Oh man, I can't decide which one I would take, because uh, the Beans is yeah, such an all, amazing song. Their stuff is really They're good. I've been playing so their new good. one, New Way, a lot. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. They're like geniuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're fantastic. Their gig here was great too. We had the night too. off and we came here. It was brilliant. Very nice. What about you, Brian? What are some? Oh, what are some I hate this question so much because, <laughs> like, I've been in a lot of interviews over the years when I was solo and stuff, and they always ask, "What influenced you?" and all this stuff, and I'm like, "The birds, man. The birds. The, the the sounds of the creaky staircase. You know, it was like because, wow. like, I just like music and I hear things, places, and stuff. And I'm not trying to be. Uh, what was the word you used earlier? I was going to use esoteric, but you said something uh, else. Enigmatic. enigmatic. <laughs> I'm not trying to be all, you know, cloaked in secrecy, but um, it's always evolving and changing. Like, I've been on road trips before where I've driven for 10 hours from Detroit to New York and just listened to what Mumford and Sons on repeat or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's other times where I'm listening to Megadeth, yeah, you know, or somebody local um, that's on my playlist or something. Um, I really like uh, uh, 
I've always liked Neil Lara. He's a he's a guy out of uh, Miami. I think he teaches there now. He doesn't do much live music anymore outside of Miami, but I got into him like years ago and he mixes like uh Cuban style music with like blues and rock. Interesting. And I just always loved that. I think that's what I liked about when I first met Leona is that we're not really world at all, but it there's this different vibe and cadence and yeah. thing that gets taken like on when you get outside of pop rock. Yep. You know? They're and very jazzy and, and yeah. funk and and um so I've always been you know, I think what is the last thing? The last thing I've been listening to was the Remnos album on repeat. But have uh, you listen to Teddy Robertson's new album, Teddy mm-hmm. Robertson the Mouths. That's no. like probably my favorite album of the year. It's so good. He's a uh, he's local here. Um, he's he used to be in the Van Fireworks. Okay. Um, but he it's such an incredible like Americana album. Um, like like alt country kind of sound. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, but let's talk about you guys. You have been working on new material, I believe, yeah. correct? Uh, do you have a new EP or new album or anything coming out soon? Shortly. We were going to have, Shortly. I think, I know we have, I know the one that's going to be on it for sure. It's going to be another fun one. It's called Cats in the Kitchen. Cats in the Kitchen? Cats in the Kitchen. <laughs> and it's Burr fun. all over it's your It's as sandwich. fun as it sounds, and there are saxophones in it, and Ooh. there are harmonicas in it, and there are lead guitars in it and there's a bass line that i play on my acoustic which doesn't sound exciting but it kind of is because i use an octave or pedal (laughs) and it just ended up sounding really good so i decided no bass and you had me at saxophone yeah it it just (laughs) went out we we got this guy uh used to be in a band um out of ann arbor plymouth area called gravity club his name is joe may and he joined the army band he's so good that the army hired him and I don't know how much money he makes, but he gets to play for all their big deal stuff, you know. Wow. Um, and he came in and recorded with us and was so hard on himself. He was like, I don't like that. Let's do it again. I'm like, fine, let's do it again. <laughs> we did it like four times, and I ended up taking all four of them and mixing them really weird. Nice. So they kind of go over top of each other. It's a cacophony. Of you d- you'll have to hear the song. <laughs> he probably does hate it, but I love it. <laughs> because the song's a wild song just about... It's kind of our Looney Tunes song. It's a song that's very adult-themed, <laughs> but you can sing it in front of, and we do. children. We sing it in front of children all the time, and they're just like, oh, that's just a fun song about cats a cat. in the kitchen. But it's not about a cat spoon, at all. <laughs> but it sounds like it's about a cat. Yeah. You know? uh, it's about wait. mom and dad getting some alone time is what it's about. Oh, <laughs> we're talking yeah. playing blackjack at the casino. Something like that. <laughs> uh, so that's coming out for sure, and then probably I'll do better. I'm not sure. We've got 19 that we're like halfway there, and I'm just in the process Ooh. of mixing them in my wow. spare time. It's all coming out, uh, wh- and people can find that on Bandcamp, Should be Facebook. shortly after this podcast is out, actually. But Ooh. go to barelyonmusic.com. We do all our updates there. Yeah. B-A-R-E-L-Y-O-N. <laughs> music.com and uh, any upcoming shows you'd like to talk about let's see we're on the 11th right now yes let me see since i'm in the future we're in the future what do we got what do we got what do we got fill some dead air leona say something cool <laughs> live music is what makes the world go round <laughs> uh, we don't have any original shows that month area but we'll be all over we'll be 
And Royal Oak will be in uh, Rochester. Coming out at the, at the Ghost, uh, Ghost, Ghost Light, Light I'm here on Tuesdays. Yeah. And then I'm downtown Detroit on Tuesdays, uh, right at Capitol Park at Desert Oasis, hosting the open mic. If you sing, come out to it. Very New nice. Way Bar on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m., I host that. He's and the then, new, uh, new Way host. <laughs> yeah, Ryan passed me the torch. And, yeah, but we'll have some kind of CD release. We have the 29th and 30th actually open in November, so we'll probably try to book something around then and do Heck something. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll even be it. So uh, what like. is this next song that you will be showing us? Uh, is it the B-side? Yeah. Okay, you pronounce it then because you're better. It's called Sakuraso. Sakuraso. And uh, what is this uh, song about? It's actually translated from a Japanese artist. Mm. It's His name is Gakuto. He's kind of like the Marilyn Manson of Japan, kind of, if you were to compare wow. to an American artist. But yeah, he has a, call, a song called Sakura Soul, and I loved it, and we decided to just translate it in English. Well, first we... Wait. Did we... We sang it in Japanese first, mm -hmm. and then we translated it in English. Yeah, she translated it, I think, pretty literally, didn't you? And then uh, we went back we on it and made it a little it more a little poetic. Bit because it's weird when you try to literally translate other languages into English. So, yeah. Especially ones that aren't also Germanic languages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like German to English. Because Japanese easy, is very poetic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll have one word that means like a whole phrase. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a love song though, right? Yes. Yeah, because awesome. Sakuraso is uh like lily? like a like a sakura flower. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful like a sakura. Uh, you say beautiful like a scooter? Something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so a beautiful scooter. Here is barely owned with Sakuraso. <laughs> Drops into silence. It was just a. 
Yes, absolutely on that. That's such a fun song. Um, so uh, we have okay. So what do you guys? What's your guys' opinion on salads? Salads? Yeah, I like them. They're good, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're good. How would you feel about somebody who has based their entire personality around salads? Mm. Interesting, interesting thing to base your personality around. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Sally Salad did, and uh, sh- with her show, Salad, Salad, Salads, and Salads. Uh, so let's take it away on her debut episode of Salad, Salad, Salads, and Salads. Hello and welcome to Salads, 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 and Salads. I'm Sally Salad. Today we are joined by none other than Stanley Sound. That's right, you heard correctly. Stanley Sound, founder of the Sound Salad System, is gracing us with his presence today. We're going to learn all about his revolutionary service and what it has to offer. Before we welcome our guest we have a special word from our sponsor salad fingies salad fingies ever heard of them well we have dirty stinky little things we aren't standing for it anymore grab a fork salads are no place for a fingy fork brand forks now available at a right aid near you No place for a fingy indeed. I'm telling you, I used to eat my salads with my little fingies and would go to bed hating myself. Now I eat with a fork brand fork and I can look my kids in the eyes. Now joining us, he has won three Nobel Peace Prizes for his esteemed sound salad system and has been featured on the cover of Home and Garden magazine. Please welcome Stanley Sound. Hello, and thank you for having me. 
I love what you are doing here on Salads, 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 and Salads. We need as many people and programs as possible spreading the word about salads. That's my duty, sir. Your service spreads salads like no other. That's absolutely correct, Miss Salad. You see, the sound salad system is more than just a public service. It is a lifestyle. A lifestyle, you say? That is what I said. Forget the hassle of gathering your salad supplies on your own. <laughs> the sound salad system, we will bring them directly to your door, and with no judgment. What a time to be alive. Tell the people how it works. Absolutely. You simply log into our website at thesoundsaladsystem.com. That's right, thesoundsaladsystem.com. Or download our app. You have to create a profile, pick your salad preferences, enter your social security number, provide your mother's maiden name, your father's favorite ice cream flavor, provide a $1,500 non-refundable security deposit, and recite the star-spangled banner backwards, and you're good to go. Wow. Technology. Yes, we make it very simple for our customers to order and continue ordering for years to come. That's a perfect segue to my next question, Mr. Sound. I've ordered from the Sound Salad System only once, retrieved my salad, and was very surprised by it. The taste was unique. The grains were very slippery and wet. The dressing was runny and had that perfect snotty consistency uh, that we all look for in dressing. However... When trying to reorder, I ran into a few problems. I am sorry to hear that. Unfortunately, our system is still experiencing a few glitches. A few glitches indeed. You see, when returning to the order page, I was prompted to provide information I was extremely uncomfortable providing. At the Sound Salad System, we strive to learn everything and anything about our customers only to further provide the best customer service and product. Yes, and as noble as that is, I'm just having issues completely understanding why the system needs to know when and to whom I lost my virginity. That is a vital piece of information to determine someone's taste in salad. Oh? So many seemingly random parts of your life solidify your salad choosings. Favorite television show? Previous place of employment? Coffee of choice. Scanning your fingerprints and sending them to our headquarters. Favorite Carly Rae Jepsen song? The time you were born. Just silly stuff like that. <laughs> so, so we can know our customers at the highest personal level achievable. It just sounds like a lot of work for one salad every week. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently the ideal salad should just be tossed out of the window like a barrel of old kale. Not on my watch. Salads deserve to be fought for, and I'll never let anyone take that away from them. Frankly, sir, it sounds like you're trying to steal your customers' identities. Oh, I'd love to see that hold up in court. <laughs> At first, I was completely thrilled to have you join us today. But the more you talked, the quicker I learned that you are indeed a crook. A dirty, slippery, salad-ass crook. 
and you should know something about me, sir. I never take the name of Salad in vain. Be careful, Salad. You don't know who you're messing with. That's the thing, Slick. When someone brings Salad into the world of crime, it becomes personal. Reggie, we got another one. Reggie? Who is Reggie? The rundown for this interview never mentioned a Reggie. Oh. Uh, oh my goodness. That's the largest clump of salad I've ever seen. It doesn't even need a bowl. It's enough support on its own. Oh my gosh. Are those limited edition croutons? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'll delete our database. I'll let all those salads free. Just please don't hurt. <coughs> Thank you for joining us for salads, 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 and salads. Join us next week when we're talking to Lady Chicken Caesar and her development on iceberg lettuce. Good night. Yeah. That was great. That was brutal. <laughs> At the end there. Uh, oh, the end, yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, it was cute, but oh, sure. it went down. You know. Uh, uh, so, yeah. so I'm joined here by Bear Leone, Brian and Leona of Bear Leone. What a fun name to say. <laughs> Everyone pronounces it differently. I yeah. love it. Well, I, I, I made sure to do my research. I didn't want to come in here being like, yeah. Barely, bear lion, you know. A lot of people. Although did that. It is we a, never corrected him either. It's a portmanteau, it like isn't it? It's a portmanteau of bear of your spirit animal and your spirit animal. Exactly. And yeah. also your names, kind of. Exactly. Look at Ended my little ID. It says bear right on it. We yeah. really did not think. Not that spelled deep the same way. But really? No. It's and like Leona means lion. Circle, yeah. <laughs> Lioness or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just um, worked out that way. But we are now about to welcome on uh, our next guest. Uh, very excited for him. He uh, he was formerly a guest on the Fumbling Around podcast uh, last year, um, and he is a, a surfer, a uh, professional. Are you a professional surfer? Yeah, I'm a professional surfer. Yeah, you look it. Thank you. Uh, Thank also, you. thanks for not wearing a shirt. Yeah. Again. Well, you know, it gets a little cold here in Michigan, but I usually just it go around cold. without a shirt it's and November. Like, face, the, face the weather. Yeah. Face the elements. Yeah. This is the perfect time for surfing in Michigan up on Lake Superior. Really? Yeah. Seems like it'd be the most dangerous, deadly time to do that. Yeah. I mean, the gales of November come early. <laughs> and uh, so I, your name is Brody Mackerel. Welcome. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Brody Mackerel. Oh, sorry, I can't stop staring at his eight pack. He I, has I can't even eight get a six pack. pack. How? It's quite, I mean, I don't really get the tanning I like to get here okay. in Michigan, but I do get the eight pack yeah. through just hard work and like planking on my surfboard nice (laughs) you plank on the surfboard while you're hitting those tubes and great balance it's a great balance great core workout yeah so uh how how does how does um how'd you get into surfing how did i get into surfing well i grew up actually in socal Mm-hmm. So um, the opportunities there are great. Like there's just you know that's where you go. Like either that or Hawaii. But Hawaii is really expensive, and so is SoCal. So yeah. I decided to move somewhere where there's still waves, but cost of living way way lower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, SoCal is it's it's pretty brutal. But yeah. Yeah. I like grew up surfing ever since I was younger, just watching like all the pros and. All the competitions right outside my door on the beach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Have you ever uh, experienced any horrible accidents while surfing? Well, of course, there is something that I went over on the Fumbling Around podcast, which is no more. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's I mean, Tom's doing it. No, still. it's all done now. Oh, is I it? I know. I tried listening. Uh, I tried to just keep up on my own friends, but Andy like left it, and then Tom took over, and now it's just not oh, man. doing it Rest anymore, dude. He didn't talk enough about surfing anyway, so yeah. like mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, like, It's not a very popular sport. Our activity well, in Michigan. You know, yeah, not in Michigan, but there are like Michigan surf clubs on the west side of the state and well, up yeah. in the UP. So in the U like people yeah, surf you gotta on wear Superior for real? Yeah, they do. You it's gotta basically wear basically an ocean, man. I it's know, huge. but like it's cold as hell. It's cold yeah. as hell. You gotta wear uh, a wetsuit. Oh um, yeah, I guess so. if you're a baby. <laughs> when you have an eight pack, I mean your metabolism is so high. You it's so high. You probably high, wake up sweating, don't you? I <laughs> sweat through yeah. the night, right? Because I'm like constantly thinking about that big wave. <laughs> yeah. What's your regimen? What's your uh, my what, regimen? What do you eat? What do I eat? Well, I wake up every morning. I have like two avocados and <laughs> just, just straight up and egg whites. Oh, okay. Uh, so you I fry up the egg whites and then I eat two avocados. And like then you eat the avocados like an apple. Yes. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> I juggle with the pits just to get my dexterity oh, up in nice, the morning. Nice. Just two. You know, one-handed two. Easy peasy. Yeah. One-handed? Yeah. You got to make it challenging for yourself or yeah. else, like, what are what you, are you doing, doing with doing? the other hand? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you, usually I'm cutting up a grapefruit to, like, <laughs> to, like <laughs> slice. And then, the avocados. Yeah. And I'm cutting up a and grapefruit. you're operating a knife and cutting through a grapefruit yep. with just one other. Yeah. Wow. I mean... A grapefruit, half a grapefruit every morning, and with so a little bland. bit of, uh, well, <laughs> until you put some stevia on it, and then you're like good to go, oh dude. God. <laughs> you just you just rail that stevia off a of grapefruit. I rail. I mean, I use a spoon and then uh-huh. squeeze it and lick it up, slurp it up. Wow. Got to get every part of it. All right. So and then I use the the rind for high fat uh, morning. Yeah. <laughs> a fat and a grapefruit and an avocado. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> two but it's avocados. good fat. Yeah, it's yeah. good fat. It's still two avocados. It's like good for you. I, what? I feel like I'm getting judged right now. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> what what place do I have to judge you? You're the guy with the eight pack. You're the, I'm the guy that asked. Kind of true. Like consumes an eight pack of beer every four minutes. Four minutes, dude. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that when I lived in SoCal. Yeah? Yeah. Did you still have a hot, rockin' hot bod? I did, just because, like, when you're <laughs> out in the sun long enough, the sun rays just kind of, like, pull the fat off of you. At least that's how I was told by my, <laughs> like, very holistic mother, who just, like, she raised me right. Yeah. She's still doing good out there. Good. And so, how long have you been out here in Michigan? Uh, f- about uh, three years now. Yeah. You know, I started, I, like, I was surfing, trying to break, you know, as you may know if you've listened before, trying to introduce breakdancing into surfboarding, into surfing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, broke my leg in a competition pretty bad, couldn't surf for a while. I had some reflecting I had to do. Yeah. Moved to Michigan because somebody I met online was like, hey, come out here. It's a little more chill. As you can attest, probably a little more mm. chill than the coastal cities. <laughs> it just sounded like I was from Philly right there for a second, but <laughs> uh, it, and it blends. It blends. You know, the so- Southern California like accent is a lot like the Philly accent, and that we swallow our L's. Yeah, <laughs> but I uh, I got out here. I spent some time on the West Side, and then I realized like these waves are 
pretty decent at the right time, but it got so cold. But if it's going to be cold and I'm going to be surfing, I better be surfing on, like, big-ass waves. Yeah. So I went up to the Keweenaw Peninsula, got a cabin, and just spent the past few years there. Wow. Is that where you live full-time? Most of the time, yeah. Where do you live other than that? Uh, Usually just, like, Grand Haven. Very nice. Yeah. So you had some news that you wanted to share uh, yeah. coming on the show, and it, it seemed like big news. This is very big news. So I'm going to be officiating the first surf wedding <laughs> oh, yeah. in Lake, on Lake Superior. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be surfing at the same time. I got my officiating license through the Great uh, Life Church. Wow. I think that's what uh, it's the called. Universal, I don't remember. Universal, Universal Life Church. Yeah, great. Well, it's a pretty great service. I mean, fill out a form, and hey, I can get you guys married at any time. Yeah. But In Michigan. In Michigan. But nobody, nobody ever has been... Married while on surfboards on Lake Superior at the same time. So we're going to be renting out a bunch of jet skis so that the families can sit on the jet skis while we hit the That's wave. That's a lot of jet skis. How many people you know, are It's going to take a few runs. Well, they're a pretty popular family. Like They have lots of like friends and stuff. So there's going to be about like 400 people there. <laughs> 400 jet skis. Yeah. In, in Lake Superior, in the, in the, the break, just... It's going to take a few runs on the waves to yeah. get everything in, but we're going to do it. It may take a couple hours, but it's going to get done. I've got a guy from Guinness coming out. He's gonna, oh, you're, gonna, yeah. you're actually like making a whole mm-hmm. Is the world reception going to be a lot of like uh, pasties and cheese curds oh, yeah. and dried fish? Oh, yeah. yeah. Pasties. Yeah, I love that UP oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just fried food everywhere. You can't get anything else. Where Lemon you pepper, go up. white fish. Yeah. Lemon pepper, uh, some whitefish dip, you know, uh-huh. just fried whitefish, fried lake perch, uh, turkey, you know, wild Tur- turkey. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to fry it up. Fry <laughs> it up. <laughs> just whole. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. So what What kind of led you down this whole, uh, led you down this uh, path? Of well, first, I take a little bit of umbrage to calling it a hole yeah. because <laughs> yeah, I, it I sounds like, uh, it sounds like you're. I, I didn't mean to say that. I yeah. Mean, well. So I'm going, the reason I'm doing this is it's just so beautiful when you're surfing on the Keweenaw Peninsula and you're looking at the, the just the beautiful trees and cliff faces on Lake Superior. And I thought this, people get married on land all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's some surfer guys who would love to get married on the water, you know, yeah. like they do in Hawaii or like they do in SoCal. But I decided why not combine the two? And actually get married while surfing a tube. So, yeah. And I'm going to do it. I need something to get me out of this funk. Yeah. What, what, fun, what funk are you in? It's just, you know, the thing about Michigan is around this time of year, I mean, yeah, the waves are great, but it gets so gray. And yeah. sometimes you wonder, like, what life's purpose is all about. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to be doing? A lot of like, sun in the winter and fall here. Yeah. Like, you know, you think, like, I'm a surfer. I should just, all I should care about is the waves and, like, just living day by day. But, like, I don't know, man. I got to get rid of my smartphone. <laughs> Why? Because I mean, you're on your smartphone all day. You like look at whatever shitty things happening in the news, and yeah. then you know, it kind of bums you out. You don't want to go surfing anymore. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Just <laughs> come to the wedding. <laughs> oh, you're am I invited? invited? I you're, of course, you're invited. Everybody's invited. I mean, it's a Guinness World Record event. Like, just rent a sw- rent a swimsuit and wetsuit because it's gonna get a little cold. 
You know, I think we would be doing it in the summer, but this is really the only time I could rent out the beach. <laughs> so it's like now. Like it's, it's in January. Oh God! <laughs> it's the you, first winter. Are you even gonna be able to, sir? It's. I think it's never say frozen. never, Michael. I think it's gonna be oh, frozen. Oh, Superior doesn't freeze. It no. don't freeze. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. It'll get cold, but it's not gonna I'm freeze. Sure it will. Like you said, Brian, that thing's like an ocean. Yeah, it is. Claimed uh, many lives over the years. <laughs> well, hopefully, Gordon Lightfoot one. told me that. So wait, what record are you going for? The first. Wedding officiated. I don't think that's a world record. It's got to be something. I, I called them I and they said they'll bring somebody out. So <laughs> I think it's they do official. like they do like biggest or most. Like, I don't are you sure do, like, you called Guinness World Records and not Guinness the Beer yeah. Company? Oh. I'm pretty sure Hopefully I called Guinness World Records. Isn't it like Guinness? It's not the same company. It's Guinness Book I don't of World think, Records. I think they're different. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. if I call the wrong people, then we're going to have some pretty sweet beer hookups yeah. while we're there. <laughs> Guinness, I love Guinness. Yeah. It is good. It's going to be cool. You know, you got to push the, the tap forward. That's everything I've been told about Guinness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that I don't know. Really yeah, if you pull the tap toward you, it doesn't release the same amount of, uh, I don't even think it's carbon dioxide when it comes to, to Guinness. It's nitrous, right? So, nitrous, nice. Uh <laughs> So you gotta push it forward, and it it's just different pour. It's the Guinness pour. Yeah. So, uh, great. <laughs> hey, you, you. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't even know. Uh, do you guys, uh, Brian or Leona, do you have any questions for for Brody Macro? I don't know if this is SoCal or not. I spent some time mm-hmm. in LA, and I went to Venice Beach. You ever surf that? Yeah. I mean, is the waves good? aren't so good in at Venice Beach, but like people that? watching, that's a lot of skateboarders out there. And I had some killer churros too. Oh yeah, there's skateboarding. I didn't get in the water though. Yeah, you ever skateboard? Of course, dude. I do everything that is involved with a board, even skiing, because that's like two board. Waterboarding, I have not tried, <laughs> but I have heard that waterboarding at Guantanamo out. Bay seems pretty it's rad. Pretty sick. <laughs> So you if you're going to do it anywhere, you that's trust, where you got to do it. You got to have yeah. your safe word. But yeah. It's, it's good I mean, stuff. like, I felt like I was going to drown many times while while I surfing. Bet. So yeah, you probably how different? I could handle it. Ones. Yeah, you probably can. I could handle it. What's the most scary experience you've ever had while surfing? Um, I was surfing once and I fell, and this this was actually on my visit in in uh, Hawaii. And when I fell, I blacked out after I hit the water, mm-hmm. and I saw like stars and when i came to it was nighttime oh so nobody came and got me <laughs> it explains the stars though yeah well i thought you were not unconscious and part you were of really my, feeling my it. confusion was seeing stars and then waking up and seeing real stars and i wasn't sure like did i like where was i but i was surprisingly not that drifted out you know, far enough, and then the dolphins kind of gu- guided me back <laughs> to land. Why do you think nobody came to look for you? Um, you know, I like to speculate that people just thought I like went traveling, like you know, just so they didn't know you were about to go surfing. No, you know, that's hiking and like mountain climbing. You tell like three people where you're gonna be, yeah. but surfing, like. Who needs to know but the ocean, man? <laughs> There's sharks and krakens in there. Uh, not so many sharks in Hawaii, but there are definitely dolphins that get a little aggressive. But these <laughs> ones were pretty nice. Yeah, that was yeah. nice of them. Very yeah. nice of them. <laughs> they understand. You know, yeah. you just kind of give them a look, and they're like, right. oh. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna hurt you, or you know, 
uh, force themselves on you, which oh. I've seen happen. Dolphins do that, man. <laughs> wow. You've seen it in person? Yeah. I've also seen that King of the Hill episode. So. Wow. Well, great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being joining me on the show, bro. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm just saying, like, in January, I think it's like... Well, I got to mark it down and see if Guinness actually gets comes through for if I just called the beer company. But I'll call him up. Just check your caller ID. Yeah, call, check my caller ID. Uh, and then I think it's the second or third week of January up on the Keweenaw Peninsula. I'll release a Facebook invite, of course. Okay. I'm going to break the record for the first wedding officiated while surfing great it's gonna be great yeah yeah awesome and then there's gonna be some sweet pasties later sick mm. pasties pasties thank I, you i prefer sweet pasties personally uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you barely own for joining me on the show yeah, thank you uh, excellent having. excellent guests uh and where can people find more from you you want to do it no oh, <laughs> damn you barely on music.com and everywhere Facebook, you can put Twitter, barely on Instagram. music after the backslash on every type of platform. Do we have Twitter? You, yeah, you go to our Twitter, you're not going to get much because I stay off that. There's there's like people Twitter. on there we exactly, don't want to read from and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. You can guess who, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and so we don't Me. go on Twitter a ton. <laughs> Instagram we tend to use more. Facebook secondary, and then uh, I don't know other stuff. Yeah, awesome. But uh, barelyonmusic.com has all our shows. We update them all the time and. Has our music? You can get it. You can follow us. You can do whatever you like. We're at Oak City Grill tonight. If you guys want to party in Royal Oak, people aren't going to hear this till uh, the eleventh. Oh yeah. (laughs) So don't. Well, you can go there still, but we might be there at the same (laughs) when this release. When is the eleventh? I don't know. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Uh, Armistice Day. You're gonna edit this part out probably. (laughs) An Armistice Day. Yeah. Is that what we call it now? Yeah. Oh, we've always called it that. No, I think the United States just kind of. Yeah. But there's on the same day. Well, the 11th of Monday, man. We'll be sleeping or something. That's usually always our day off. But, yeah, you can catch us at uh, Oak City Grill on the 15th. That's always wild. All right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so, uh, also, come on out to uh, the Planet Ant Black Box this Saturday uh, for Saturday Night Improv. My sister and I are doing our Apples and Oranges act uh, there this Saturday for Saturday Improv. So, go check that out. Uh, and what is this last song that you guys will be showing us called? Is it Warning? Warning. Yeah. I'm a good guesser. Warning. You are. We wrote this for a film called A Girl Like Her. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I get confused sometimes. Because I did another film with these people, the Radish Creative out of Royal Oak. Speaking of Royal Oak, they released a couple movies. This one was, I think they're both on Netflix, but they're not on there anymore because you know how Netflix works. They get rid of it. But we wrote this for their trailer to promote the film and uh yeah it's about a bully very nice awesome well thank you guys so much for being on the show uh we will be back next week with our three-year anniversary episode uh so a lot of fun returning friends and new friends and nice all sorts of great stuff to look forward to for that uh so we'll be back next week with more fun here is barely on with warning bye toodles Rising and shining, a light of my story. story.
Michael Brave Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
great. 